0: This is Tea on the Hudson, a news and lifestyle podcast where we're spilling all of the Hudson County tea and more. My name is Jen Trupuka. I'm the founder of HobokenGirl.com and a Hudson County resident. On this show, we share news, lifestyle topics of interest, interviews, and have guest Hoboken Girl contributors on to delve into the things that matter to local residents. It's our last episode of the season, and we have Dan Gray here in the studio with us. He's the owner of Hoboken Hotspots, Green Rock, Grand Vin, Real Hot Yoga, and most recently Saku, who's here to talk about being a business owner in the area. And then later on in the show, we have Hoboken resident and New York City therapist Dr. Yesul Yoon, who will be talking about managing stress and boundaries during the holidays. Since at the end of season one, I just wanted to mention our small production is so grateful for our listeners and our readers. And the best way that people really find out about us is if you subscribe, rate, and review. So to help with that process, we are having a giveaway to one lucky listener, and we're gonna be giving away a $100 gift card to the local Hudson County business of your choice. All you have to do to enter is subscribe to the podcast, rate it, and review us with a comment and five stars on the podcast platform you listen on. Then just email the screenshot of your review to t on the Hudson at gmail.com and you'll be entered to win the $100 gift card to the local business of your choice. So again, just subscribe, rate, screenshot your review with five stars and submit it to t on the Hudson at gmail.com. And while you're emailing us, definitely tell us who you'd like to see on the podcast or any topics you'd like covered in season two. This week I'm drinking a Carpe Diem spiked hot chocolate because it's almost Christmas and Hanukkah people and if you haven't been to Carpe Diem uptown you're missing out on this amazing holiday treat. It is filled with Nutella and obviously booze and whipped cream and all of the good things that should go in hot chocolate so definitely check it out. So grab a mug and let's get started with our news. Hudson County is in mourning after a shooting happened at Bayview Cemetery and the Jersey City Kosher Supermarket in Jersey City that left six dead last week, including three civilians and one police officer. An active shooter incident unfolded Tuesday, December 10th, near Martin Luther King Drive and Bidwell Avenue. It allegedly started when a plainclothes detective, Joseph Seals, approached two suspects in the cemetery about an ongoing homicide investigation. The gunman shot Seals in the head and he was pronounced dead at the scene. The gunman fled in a U-Haul stopping at a Jersey City kosher supermarket where a shootout with law enforcement ensued. Jersey City Mayor Stephen Phillip later confirmed that the kosher supermarket was a targeted anti-Semitic hate crime. Three people inside the deli died and eventually the two shooters were confirmed dead as well. A vigil in memory of the victims of the Jersey City shooting called We Are JC was held last Friday, the 13th, at the City Hall Annex in Jersey City. Our thoughts go out to those who lost their lives and their families. We've shared more ways that you can directly help the victims on our site. A few weeks ago, Jersey City passed a citywide ban on flavored e-cigs in a 7-2 vote. The new legislation takes effect in March 2020 and is a direct response to the surge in teenagers buying and using vapes, getting addicted to flavored nicotine, and of course, reports of vape-related deaths. Stores like iVape on Central Avenue in Jersey City would be forced to close. However, vape store owners and employees are coming together to fight the ban. Governor Phil Murphy is also exploring the possibility of banning flavored electronic cigarettes throughout the state with the creation of a task force as a response to the vaping epidemic. Students at Stevens Institute rallied last week in a peaceful demonstration in response to a new building opening on campus. The building is named after Montana Republican Congressman Greg Gianforte, most famously known for body-slamming a reporter at a press conference. The naming of the Gianforte Family Hall served as a catalyst for the protest, hashtag, we will not sit by. According to student coordinators of We Will Not Sit By, Congressman Gianforte donated some of the money that went to the family hall as a Stevens alum. Gianforte has also contributed to anti-LGBTQ efforts, and students have been trying for a while now, years actually, to impede the university from naming the hall after him. Still, after the protest, the ribbon-cutting ceremony for the building is supposed to take place this week. You've heard of Hoboken's Vision Zero safety campaign, the goal of which is to eliminate all traffic fatalities and injuries in the mile square by the year 2030. As a new part of this program, the Hoboken PD is rolling out a comprehensive pedestrian safety education enforcement initiative all throughout December. The police department will continue to use pedestrian decoy operations throughout multiple locations in Hoboken this month. Motorists who fail to stop for pedestrians or commit other dangerous traffic violations, such as distracted driving, will be ticketed. Enforcement and education will also look at pedestrians who fail to use designated crosswalks or bicyclists who don't stop at red lights. If you've ever heard of this delicious banana pudding company, Bao Nanas, that is sold at various bakeries and food markets, know this. They were set to open an actual brick-and-mortar headquarters location at Monticello Avenue in Jersey City, but there have been so many bumps along the road which prompted the owners to launch a Kickstarter campaign asking for help. Throughout the construction and opening process, limited funds and difficulties working with contractors have caused major delays in the company's timeline to the detriment of our stomachs. As the state of New Jersey inches towards marijuana legalization, there is a new medical marijuana-friendly doctor's office coming to Hoboken. A family doctor based in Bridgewater is opening a medical marijuana evaluation office in Hoboken at 500 Bloomfield Street. The office will offer evaluation services for patients seeking medical marijuana recommendations. They plan to open as early as this month. Hudson County is exploring the possibility of bringing a ferry service to the Hackensack and Passaic Rivers in New Jersey. An RFP for providing ferry service points across the Hackensack and Passaic Rivers was presented last week. The county is conducting a Hudson County Ferry Expansion Assessment, and they're looking to identify environmental populations within the study and analyze a potential for new ferry service routes. And now for our openings and closings. Life Pancake Company, which is formerly the Brownstone Diner in Jersey City, is officially reopened under its new name in the same location. Expect the same food and, from the owner's mouth to ours, some new allergy-friendly options like gluten-free pancakes and more. The old Cooper's Union, which was left vacant for a few months, is now reopened as a new bar called Bello Bar, spelled B-E-L-O. They've revamped the decor and they've created a new cozy space with wine and cocktails. We've shared more on HobokenGirl.com about this space. Paper Source is now open in Hoboken. It was a few months delayed, but the stationery gift retailer, which originally is based out of Chicago, has opened its doors in Hoboken at 501 Washington Street. The new store will sell fun cards, planners, notebooks, unique gifts, and more. Lacoutte Salon de meaning their second salon, is now open at 581 Jersey Avenue in Jersey City. The newest addition to the Lacoutte family is open for business, and you can book haircuts, blowout, makeup services, and so much more. The original salon is located at 301 First Street in Jersey City, and the salon's owner also owns the beloved Gaia's Cavern. Owning a business in general is hard work, and owning a business in Hoboken is even harder. And our guest today owns five of them, all in town. Dan Gray has been working in the food industry for over 14 years. At the age of 18, he started his first bartending job, and after college, he moved to Hoboken and dedicated his passion to opening his own spot. He started to bartend at Green Rock to get some experience, and several years later, he began the process of becoming a part owner in Green Rock. He then went on to become a part owner of Walking Dog Pet Care, Real Hot Yoga, and in 2016, he opened the bar and restaurant now a Hoboken staple, Grand Vin, at the corner of Fifth and Grand in Hoboken. And then he opened Suku, a sushi bar and lounge at 10th and Park, and recently debuted his wine club, Wines by Gray. He's our guest today and is going to share all about his journey of entrepreneurship and being in the restaurant business. So welcome, Dan. Thanks for coming. I'm very
1: lucky. Thank you so much for having me. This
0: is so fun. I feel like I only see you out in uh, Hoboken, and now you're in in my world here. <laughs> yeah. Usually you're in mine. <laughs> I know. I know. So I want to give our listeners the rundown. You moved here at age 23 into Hoboken, and you've been here for 11 years. And since then, you've really built yourself quite the, the Hoboken empire, if I can mm. say that. <laughs>
1: I don't know about that. (laughs) Trying. Now,
0: which business came first? Can you kind of run me through the timeline?
1: Okay. So, uh, yeah, I started working at Green Rock when I was 23. I was bartending there. And then a year or so later, I started managing and I was actually trying to be a teacher. I'm K through five. Yeah. K through five certified. I
0: could totally see you as a teacher, (laughs) too. (laughs) Yeah, but I can't
1: discipline. So, like.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You were too nice to discipline. Kids just kind
1: of run all over me, (laughs) just like my employees do. And, um, but it's easier to. Be strict with someone f- older than a child. All right. <laughs> and so then, um, but anyways, um, I uh, started managing, and then um, one thing happened, and then nothing, saying, and then I became an owner of a Green Rock Part Owner, and uh, mm-hmm. I did that for, I mean, I'm still an owner there. It's been about nine years now. Yeah. And um, I uh, did that for like four or five years, managing and managing you know, being there all the time. And, mm-hmm. and then I uh, opened up Grand Vin.
0: Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I know you also have Real Hot Yoga you're a part of and Walking dog the walking Dog Picker. Mm-hmm. So how did that, how did those businesses come about?
1: Um, Just right place, right time, just like anything. Um, my business partner, Jeff, um, he owns uh, Real Hot Yoga in Knoxville and Johnson City, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And he lives up here. And he was like, I want to open up one up here. And I always I did a lot of yoga and I was interested in it so uh, basically we were talking about it at the gym one time and then it just happened we opened up one we were looking in Hoboken but we ended up opening one in Englewood first mm-hmm. and then followed like 3 months later with the one in Hoboken so it was kind of like rapid fire a little bit but yeah uh,
0: and that was what year
1: man um, <laughs>
0: Not a quiz, a little, but yeah. Four, <laughs> ballpark. Four or five years ago, I'd say. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, that's still, you're still a part of those. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Grand Vin happened in what year? Um,
1: 2016. Mm-hmm. So February 2016.
0: And that's really like your baby, I feel like.
1: Yeah. I like to think of them as <laughs> all my babies. Yeah. You have a lot of you babies. Don't have a, <laughs> you don't have a favorite necessarily. True. But Grand Vin uh, was my first uh, restaurant building from the ground up because when I bought into Green Rock... It was already established. Right. I just try to take it and make it as best I could or better or more right. fun or however you can describe Green Rock. <laughs> um, and
0: you really built, but like you said, Grand Vin really was your ground up business. So what what went into creating Grand Vin?
1: Um, just all, over the years, just seeing other restaurants going around in the world, traveling and just like, what is this town missing? What would be cool in this town? Didn't want to do another sports bar or another pizza place. You know, there's so many great places already like that. So I want to do something completely different. And you and, did. And, uh, I mean, there was other wine bars and stuff, but just not tapas. You know, I want to do something a little different. I mean, Absolutely. there are some great other wine bars in town, too.
0: A hundred percent. And people <laughs> love Grand Vin. It's just got—when you walk in, it's just this vibe that is— unparalleled I feel like yeah. I love it we
1: got we got lucky, <laughs> we got lucky. The people you got create, lucky but
0: you also worked hard the
1: people create the vibe. so you get the right the right clientele to come in and everything mm-hmm. like that I, you know my business partners helped a lot too and it was just um it's just a great place It's yeah. great
0: and mm-hmm. with did you have a mentor in the process of building Granvin
1: um yeah business partners and friends and stuff like that mm-hmm. and other fr- friends that own other businesses and stuff mm-hmm. um you know, a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. but, um, anyone that sticks out to you? Um, yeah, there's like, there's (laughs) probably more so I don't want to forget somebody Uh, and then say, so yeah, there's, (laughs) there's a bunch. I'm very lucky to have such a good network of, uh, partners, friends and, you know, um, acquaintances. It really does feel
0: like the bar owners for the most part stick together and really, you know, help each other out.
1: Yeah. It's a really great community. Actually. Um, everybody in the restaurant business, not just the owners, the managers, the bartenders, Mm Servers, barbacks, kitchen, dishwashers, everybody's just like, um, you know, in the industry is very supportive. They all go to uh, b- people's bars. Everyone's like, oh, there's competition. Like, no, there's not. No one's going to eat at the same place every day. Totally. Like, the, it's all relative. Everyone's coming to here. Maybe they'll grab a drink at Grand Vin and maybe they'll go to eat someplace else. And maybe they'll come for a drink after. Or maybe they'll go to Saku for dinner and they'll go to Bin 14 for a drink. You know, it's just um, kind of everyone, you know, plays off each other
0: it's that's what's great about our community i feel like there's so much to do and you can really go a new place every night and still not hit everything
1: absolutely and that's the square mile <laughs> that's
0: why uh, hoboken girl works yeah
1: exactly <laughs> we're
0: still not through everything yeah for um, sure. so tell me about suku i want to hear kind of that brainchild of yours how did that come about
1: um so it got brought to me by a friend who owned the business prior he actually is still a partner there um, Turtle and, Club, which yeah, was there. Turtle Club, yeah, and uh, looking for a change, and uh, it was Turtle Club was more of you know restaurant bar, but it evolved more to a bar at the end, kind of where most rest- most places will eventually evolve. Other places open up, and you know it's hard to like keep track of everything. Yeah, you
0: know? fun fact, I had my bridal shower at Turtle Club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was cool. But I feel like I would have loved having it at Suku. It's such a beautiful setting
1: yeah turtle club was too so <laughs> either one was probably great But you you can always have a baby shower when oh you're yeah. when you're when you're ready that's not an announcement no, by the no. way <laughs> she's drinking a she's drinking a beer right I've
0: now drinking a beer <laughs> and coffee
1: <laughs> oh you're not allowed to drink coffee either that's right man pregnant people in. okay yeah that's tough yeah and um, you
0: guys do i mean omakase and is that how you say it
1: yeah omakase actually yeah we uh we dabble with it. We haven't dived into it as much as we like yet. Just, you know, so many things going on. Totally. But
0: you, but you have so nice sushi bar. I mean, I love going there just for a drink. It's really a fun little neighborhood spot and it's in an area where there's not a ton of bars. So it's nice to be able to have a drink, get food and really enjoy it.
1: Yeah. It's back in the neighborhood. So a lot of apartments and we got 10th and Willow right next to us, which is another great place. And you know, people come to us first or go to them first and come. So it's it's been yeah, really guys, great.
0: You guys have that, like, block party. And yeah. They've done it with Turtle Club, and now you guys are yeah, continuing yeah. this tradition. Oh, my God.
1: It was awesome. It was so much fun. We had a bouncy castle and face painting. and it's great. Uh, yeah. I just yeah.
0: love hearing that business owners supporting each other mm-hmm. and just really working together and just making it great for the community.
1: Yeah, and it's great that the town let us do stuff like that. Yeah. You know? So more fun for everybody, and it was you know, the kids got, to, a lot of kids got to come and the parents got to have a drink while they were watching their kids. So.
0: Totally. That's <laughs> what it's all about. Uh, so I want to hear, I mean, I personally love the Jeopardy role at <laughs> Uh I know if you guys don't know what that is, it's basically where, I mean, you want to explain it? Because I don't really sure. explain it well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a version of Russian Roulette where you get a sushi roll, and one of the pieces is made uh, with Carolina Reaper sauce, which is the hottest of all the ghost peppers. It's hot. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I had to do it. I felt like before I had to give it to everybody, I had to try it, and I don't really handle spice well, and I did not do well.
0: (laughs) You remember when I had it, I had the first piece I took was the one.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I was like, I can't take any more, but it was so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's a great role. So you can get it without the spice, but also it's just like fun, be more interactive when you're out. So you're not just like sitting there people, with a group, people are on their phone or people are watching TV. I don't even have any TVs there. So it's like, you're there with the people that you're there with right. and you're interacting and like that role sometimes take people like 20 minutes to eat because they're so nervous about which piece it's going to be and, and whoever gets it wins or loses, whatever way right. you want to look at it. It's a but, good,
0: like, date roll, almost. Yeah,
1: first date, imagine. <laughs> imagine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's my favorite roll. What What are some of your favorite dishes from your different spots? Like, what do you think people should know to mm. order?
1: Green Rock, the wings or the burger. Yeah, I those mean, are that's good. that's kind of like... You guys are known for those. The wings are so good. Um, <laughs> Grand Vin, that's tough.
0: There's so many. I love the tequila, that tequila with the, the red wine, whatever, that
1: shot... Oh. What is uh, that? It the um, it's like a martini. Like it's up, right? Yeah. The tequila Mockingbird. Yeah,
2: Tequila Mockingbird. Mm, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you good. always get that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Pinot Noir and tequila is good mix. Yeah. Um. Oh, so favorite drinks at Grand Vin. Yeah, mm. whatever. Well, yeah, I'm kind of into natural wine right now a little ah, bit, thanks good. to one of my managers. So I've been drinking a lot of like funky natural wines. Have been pretty Ooh. cool.
0: And you guys serve those there?
1: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. And what about Suku? Um, Suku, uh, cocktails are so good. Um, I could really go just close my eyes and just,
0: yeah, they're really, they're all sweet and like in good, different like flavors Yeah, and really good. And then, um, sake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have never really tried sake and it's next time you come in, I'll give you a little, and you guys really know your stuff with the sake. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it helps cause you can ask questions. Yeah. A lot of people <laughs> get
1: like intimidated cause it's in another language and no one really understands it, but it's so simple. Yeah. It just, you just got to know like what the Japanese word means, but once you do, it's like, Oh, that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I want to know, and I'm sure our readers want, or well, I say readers, but readers, listeners, they've you have, seen you, you everywhere. Have, <laughs> you have,
1: you have everything readers and listeners.
0: Um, any funny or crazy customer stories? Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, um, probably PG, and I gotta, we're a clean podcast. Yeah. For. So no green, <laughs> no green rock stories. Then those are no, not always PG. um, <laughs> Um no I no, I wish can, I had something off the top of my head um You can plead the fifth that's okay Yeah I plead the fifth <laughs> Everybody's great <laughs> that comes in no no bad or funny stories.
0: I give you guys, I give, sir, you know, in the service industry, I mm. give you guys so much credit. It is so hard to serve the public at, all the time.
1: Well, I mean, just everybody wants different things or expects different things. And, and
0: one little thing can change their whole Yelp review. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. And like some people are like, oh, this is too salty. I'm like, well, I've sold 25 of those today. And the other 24 people didn't say it was too salty, but I, I can, you know, I just want everyone, right. to, it's, it's so hard because I want, I'm a people pleaser and I just want everyone to be happy and Always more willing to accommodate, never tell anybody no. You know, totally. customers always right, which yep. they are. And because I mean, people are going out spending their paychecks, their hard earned money to come to your restaurant, whether your yoga studio, mm-hmm. your
2: anything. Pod, yeah. And it's just <laughs> your podcast. And there's
1: like, um, you know, there are expectations. And if you don't live up to expectations, then, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. How do you handle that type of stuff in, in the industry?
1: Um, just trying to please them as much as I can, you know, um, sometimes you can't and it stinks and it's like, you know, Hey, I don't want to ruin your Friday night. Like, you know, don't, don't worry about it. Like, it's all going to be fine. Like it's just dinner kind of thing or it's just lunch or it's just yoga or just whatever. But for the most part, um, everybody's really great. I mean, really, everybody's really great and understanding and stuff. And such since the neighborhood's so small, everyone's just like, you know, I get it, you know, kind of thing. And, and support you know, Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we'll give it another try another time or something like that. And mm-hmm. they come back in and then they're really happy. Anyway. Yeah.
0: And you have such great reviews. It's not like this is <laughs> happening all the time. So, yeah, <laughs> or like, no. it's just in general. Yeah, yeah. You know, of course. Owning a business, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to just deal with the public at all times. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. So, your newest venture, Wines by Gray, tell mm-hmm. me all about it.
1: I wanted to do, I, I have this liquor license at Suku where I can deliver wine it used to be a liquor store and a restaurant and I could, so I could be a liquor store and a restaurant, but I wanted to just make it a full restaurant just because that's what I'm used to. I didn't, I never owned a liquor store before it's, you know, similar, but a completely different kind of business. So, but I, um, have the ability to be a liquor store too. So I just kind of was like, well, maybe I can deliver. And you see Sparrows and all these other great liquor stores that deliver. And you're like, okay, well, how can I do something differently? And, Something I can do differently is a lot of wines that are sold to certain companies, certain liquor stores or restaurants, there are restaurant-exclusive wines where liquor stores can't get. Mm. So a lot of the wines on Wines by Gray are like, okay, well, you go to Botello and you're like, I love this wine. And you're like, where's the manager? I want to know where I can buy this wine. Or you're Googling it and stuff. And it's like, okay, well, you can't find it. Yeah, that happens pretty often. And. I have the ability now to be able to give that person that wine for liquor store markup instead of restaurant wow, markup. Wow, that's
0: great. And mm. then you created a club,
1: too. Yeah, so the Hoboken, Hoboken Wine Club on Wines by Gray is um, another kind of like uh, you join a wine club online, whatever. But um, these are restaurant-exclusive wines. So, like, last month we did um, Grand Vin Wines. Next month we'll be doing Patella Wines. So people that are in the club... It's you know starts at fifty dollars. There's different packages, but um, fifty dollars you get three wines delivered to your house every month, and um, it's just like cool because like we're giving people like different stuff. You're not just getting like you know Simi or Simi like, or Kendall or like, Jackson yeah. or like you know Pinot Josh. Gris. Yeah, like the <laughs> stuff that you can get anywhere. Which some people you know know. What I they love li- Josh. <laughs> some people know what they like and just want what they like. Um, but you know us, we're trying to do something a little different where it's like well. How do you know what you like if you haven't tried everything? Yeah. So if you've never tried a Croatian wine before or a Syrah from Morocco or, you know, just funky, cool stuff, a natural wine, then how do you know if you don't like it or not? Yeah. So, you know, for 50 bucks and three wines, I mean, it's pretty good deal, especially that they're like mostly like rest. You can't really find them in liquor stores. Some of them, of course, you will. But like because there's so many great liquor stores in this area. But um, for the most part, they're harder to find. Yeah. And you don't know what you're looking for either, and in each box comes, like, explanations of, like, tasting and producer notes and, like, why this is, like, in the club kind of thing.
0: It's good, though. It really shows. I mean, you've created such a world for yourself here in Hoboken. It's it's crazy. Like, when I think about a serial entrepreneur like yourself, it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I... I think it's so great. And totally. I think you're really respected in our community. Now, I want to personally hear because I know that as an entrepreneur, there is no same day, like Monday through Friday. Well, for you, Saturday, Sunday, nothing is the same. <laughs> What's a typical day for you like?
1: Oh, man. If my partner's listening to this, they're going to be like golf. <laughs> my fiance's to this, she's like golf. Um, <laughs> I mean do you go golfing? Uh, kind of everywhere. Yeah. I just started this year, but I really got into it this summer and I wasn't probably doing as much work as I should have been. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, it's so, cra- the crazy thing is just like, every day is just so different. So it's like, yeah. I couldn't be able to give you like a, some days uh, my day is booked and I'm just like nonstop running around, probably like you every single day. <laughs> and then some days I'll just move everything, cancel anything. That's the best part about owning your own business that you can kind of move stuff around. People are more so trying to, sell you something or talk to you where you can be like okay well I'll meet you tomorrow kind of thing or yeah. meet you later but uh, yeah it's just um trying to balance everything I have great the best employees in the world and at every business I'm very lucky and the best business partners so everything everybody helps and it's just I'm very lucky it's so great mm-hmm.
0: now what can we expect next from you? <laughs> I mean, I feel like you're taking over the world. Are you gonna do Jersey City? What are you, what's happening? What's next? I don't know. Because I know you're not gonna just sit.
1: Yeah, it's an addiction. <laughs> um, it's it is. A, it's not a good addiction necessarily. It's not necessarily bad either. But um, I'm not really sure. I um, have some ideas. I just, I mean, I I love Hoboken. I love the community. I have a lot of friends here. I met my fiance here. Mm-hmm. I live here. Um, it's just. Uh, I do love Jersey City too. That would be a fun like to bring like a grand vin or something to Jersey City, um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I guess, um, <laughs> but uh, Hoboken's where my heart is. So I mean, um, it's just like finding the right the right spot, the right time, whether it's uh, another restaurant or a bar or um, yoga studio or who knows what's next. Maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, maybe you and me will start our own podcast together. There we go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Next venture. <laughs> Always evolving. Yeah. Now we're going to do a little rapid fire oh, of your man. local favorites. Oh, boy. And so it's just a it's a list of things. You can just say the first thing that comes to mind. I can mind. only say one
1: of each thing? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I
0: mean, if you want to say more than one, but really, really quick little run through. Um, all right. So, you know, just answer whatever first comes to mind. Don't worry about I'm the real, consequences. I'm, actually, I'm more <laughs> nervous
1: about this than I was about everything else.
0: <laughs> all right. Favorite local deli?
1: Oh, man, this is supposed to be quick. There's, <laughs> I'm listing three: Fury's, Vito's, and Frankie Navis.
0: Fair. Pork, <laughs> pork roll or a Taylor ham?
1: Oh man, I think I say both, and ev- what? Pe- other people yell at me what? about. What? Yeah, I'll be like Taylor <laughs> ham, and then I'll say pork roll, and like people will yell at me and be like, "Dan, it's Taylor ham," and then other people will be like it's pork roll. I'm like, it's it's both, <laughs> like just let it go.
0: <laughs> I don't know if people would agree with me sure
1: that. On, I'm sure you just lost a lot of followers now. And, <laughs>
0: Do you work out anywhere in town? Favorite workout spot?
1: Um, real hot yoga, of course. And I have a gym in my building, so I have a great trainer, Michelle Porter, who comes over and trains me.
0: Cool. Favorite hangout spot beyond your your
1: spots? Oh, good question. Hmm. Does, does it have to be a bar or restaurant? Mm-mm. It is. But, um, <laughs> Right now I live uptown, so I go to City Bistro a lot. That's nice. a wonderful place. John's uh, awesome. Yeah, John Madison's is great as well. Um, so I guess I've been uptown a lot. Bin 14 is another great one. Mm-hmm. D- oh, Dino's, sorry. So I have <laughs> four.
0: Yeah, it's fair. The, uh, what do you like to do when you're not working?
1: Um, apparently eat and drink a lot. Um, Play golf, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I like to travel. Me and my fiance like to travel a lot. Um, we're doing wedding planning right now, so that's taking yeah. up a lot of our time. Congrats. And I have, we have a dog, so.
0: Grayson's so cute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> afraid of his own I'm
0: doing a terrible job with being a hard, hard question Oh, answer. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. it's not you. I'm, I'm terrible at this. No, you're Here. good. <laughs> I, I, I'm,
1: I gotta. I could uh, go off on
0: five tangents. This one,
1: I'm going to do one answer.
0: Okay. That's place to eat in Jersey City.
1: Oh, my God. Patello. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm.
0: Place to eat in Hoboken,
1: not your restaurant. Oh, my God. That one's not going to be quick. <sighs> That's the hardest question I think I've ever... <laughs> oh, my God. I have no idea. I can't. It's I'm okay. with like 40 places are going through my mind right now.
0: Go to delivery spot.
1: Favorite delivery spot. Where do I get delivery from? We don't get delivery that often. We cook a lot. Oh, you do? Yeah, I don't think we get delivery. That's fine. I, I mean, we... We, we used to get sushi all the time, but now I own a sushi spot. So <laughs> well, a sushi lounge is amazing. So I would say like sushi lounge probably.
0: Okay, cool. Italian restaurant. Favorite Italian.
1: Ooh, Augustino's.
0: All right. Place for a cocktail.
1: Oh, my fiance loves Dino's and Harry's, the martinis there. Oh, they are they're They're really old good. fashioned. So I'm going to go with Dino's. And they have the piano too, so.
0: Their live music is awesome. A celebrity you wish would move to Hudson County.
1: Mm, I'm sitting with one right now. Oh, you're ridiculous. Um, um, some, some sort of musician that would be really cool. Jimmy Buffett. Ooh, that'd be cool. Concert on the pier? Well, he would just drink all the time. He'd probably be at my restaurants every day. <laughs> uh, Summer, do you stay in town or go down the shore? We kind of go all over. We have, I have a house in LBI, so we go there a lot. But uh, she likes to go to—we're getting married out in Shelter Island, so she likes mm. to go out there, too. So we kind of go—we like Newport, Rhode Island, so— Kind of just like down the shore. All over. But uh, all over kind of thing.
0: Well, thanks so much for playing. (laughs) And (laughs) thanks for for coming in. This was so awesome. I'm off the hook? You're off the hook. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, wait. I have one more question for you. A piece of advice. What's something that people who are starting a business or, you know, getting into the restaurant business perhaps, Mm -hmm. what's something that you would give them advice about?
1: Don't rush. Start at the bottom as well much as you can. I mean, it's. I didn't start as um, all the way to the bottom, but I started as a bartender. I served a little bit in hosts. So like now when I'm talking to my bartenders about something they do, I kind of understand where they're coming from or and I'm able to relate to them a little bit more. Same with servers or hosts. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit easier to like understand where people are coming from instead of just buying a business and being like, no, this town needs this and I'm going to do this. And then you don't necessarily know where everyone's coming from or what people are necessarily looking for, I guess, Yeah. would be my advice. That's great Don't advice. just run to the top.
0: I love it. Well, thanks so much for coming in, Dan. This was awesome.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: We'll see you soon. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Let's go get a beer now.
0: Yes. <laughs> For our last self-care feature of 2019, we have Dr. Yesel Yoon, a psychologist living in Hoboken and practicing in New York City, who's also a former Hoboken Girl of the Week. And she's here sharing tips to manage stress and practice self-care during the holidays. Welcome. How are you? Good,
2: good. Thank you.
0: Thanks so much for coming in and sharing your your hot tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what people are dealing with most that you see in your practice during the holidays. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So during the holidays, I find that people feel really strapped for their time, but not just time, a lot of resources, right? Their physical energy, you know, financial energy too. Um, so during the expectations to travel, you know, be there at a million. Places, like, I feel like that's where people start to feel really, like, crunched.
0: Absolutely. And what can people do to combat that? Because obviously it's happening. We all mm-hmm. have to have these
2: obligations,
0: especially this season. What, what can people do?
2: Yeah. So um, I would say that first, it's really nice to kind of pause before just launching into even more to-dos, you know. Um, and I would say actually just getting a sense of, like, why this season matters, you know. Like, so... I would say like starting with a gratitude practice, and I know that might seem a little bit random, but the no, I,
0: I like it. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's like um getting taking stock of like what means a lot to you, like why why show up and why why would you even you know. Um, take the time to go to these events, you know, spend money or whatever, your vacation time, your precious, you know, time that you have to yourself. But why would you give that out for other people? And so it's nice to sort of take stock of like, what are you grateful for? What are the relationships that you're grateful for? Um, and even research shows that by even listing out some even small things that you're grateful for really helps with just um that sense of calm or peace. I would say that just like taking a stock of what you're grateful for, just, um, just like boosts your sense of happiness. And so this is already kind of inoculating some of the stress on the, on the front end, okay? Um, and the next thing is um, just actually take stock of what resources do you actually have? you know, how many things like if you look at your calendar and you have certain social obligations and things like that that you're expected to be at, actually start and decide like which ones do I actually have to be at? Which Like ones write it I... a
0: list and just say, what do I want to do?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, get more clarity on the ones that you really feel like you want to do versus the one that you just feel like you should do, you know. Um, and then after you've kind of you know, made an agreement with yourself as to this is actually how much time that I have and this is what I'm going to like actually, um, you know, invest in, then communicate those things to the people around you. Because it's one thing for you to know that internally, but if your family and your friends don't know that, you know, then that's, it's only going to go so far.
0: Right. So that's a really, that's a really good tip because I think a lot of times people think these things and then they begrudgingly go or they kind of fester with it and they don't, uh, just say, hey, I, I can't make it today. Mm-hmm. And do you think it's okay to just say, I can't go?
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that there's a way that you can say no um, that can still, you know, it doesn't come off as mean. How do
0: you, how do, you do it?
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I think first of all, like not coming off as apologetic, you know, the way you you say no um, makes a huge difference. Because if you're kind of saying, hey, I'm sorry, you know, um, and like kind of like, already setting up with excuses and sort of putting yourself in like sort of an underdog position then the power of you saying no you're really undermining it you know versus saying it more assertively you know which is great mm-hmm. and um, and also there's also a way to say like maybe no for now like I think that's really powerful. You know, so I find that some people, if they struggle, say they they, just just find that it's too difficult to straight out say no. Then I encourage them to say, well, you can say, for example, like this holiday party that you can't make just for this month, let's say. But you do want to spend time with this person because at the end of the day, that's what it is that you're trying to do is that you want to maintain these close relationships. You just don't want to disappoint anyone. So you can say, you know, I can't make it to this holiday party, but why don't we um, figure out a time that we can meet in the new year?
0: Yes, that is that's all my email inbox says right now.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. so
0: true though. I, it's such a great tip because I think people really struggle with that guilt.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And so it's just knowing that there's still a way that you can serve your relationships, you know, maintain that closeness. It doesn't mean that you have to necessarily um, give into every obligation or demand like right in front of you.
0: That's awesome. Any other hot tips for the for the holiday party season and keeping uh, that stress in check?
2: Yeah. And I would say this is super practical, but I, um, you know, and I recently wrote about this, but it's like, I call it the self-care kit to go. Um, and so, because sometimes like when you are like on the run and let's say, and you are traveling and things like that, you know, then it's going to be hard for you to say, Hey, I'm going to leave this party and I'm going to go like to the spa. Like, you know, like that doesn't make any sense. And so, you know, Does it though? Yeah, I know as much as I mean, if you can do that, then you do you. Um, but like, uh, you know, if that means that you know that there's a certain like lotion or some chocolates or or like a podcast, for example, that you like to listen sure. to for like five minutes. And Siamma that'll Hudson. be yes, exactly. So if you're going to put this on and listen to it for five minutes as a way to just like you know, take a breather and take a break, then that's what you need. And so don't be afraid to sort of like find those little little things that you need and just practice those, even in the midst of you doing what you need to do for other people.
0: That's such a great, great, tip. I hope this really resonates with people. Thank you so much for sharing all of your holiday tips and super excited because you're going to be coming on in the new year for an episode where we're going to be talking all things, your practice and some really exciting topics for the new year.
2: Yeah, I'm excited for that. So happy holidays to everyone.
0: Our hidden gem for this episode is Blackbeard Ramen, which is technically in Cliffside Park, 607 Gorge Road, but it is worth the trip. We have a full post about this unique hole-in-the-wall, wall no frills spot on Hoboken Girl, but take my word for it, it is awesome and BYOB. There are about seven to ten small tables, and it's a really, really authentic ramen space. So if you love ramen, definitely check it out. Our getaway this week is the Palm Springs Ace Hotel, which, yes, we're talking California people, so it's a little bit far, but there's a direct flight from Newark Airport to Palm Springs. And this hotel is an upscale boutique hotel in the desert with a pool and swim club. Palm Springs, if you don't know it, too well or aren't familiar was frank sinatra's favorite hangout where he was actually buried so if you want more palm springs history check out the podcast which is actually by my husband called delorean nights he goes into its insane hollywood filled history and it is quite entertaining so definitely check it out the podcast is called delorean nights and the place that you should try to book is palm springs ace hotel And our Hudson hero this week is Pete Zanin and the other police officers that organized the toy drive for local children this holiday season. They told me they had over 15 bags of toys donated and counting. So it is so wonderful to see. You guys are our heroes today and every day. And our Hudson zero is Stevens Tech for going ahead this week with the ribbon cutting for the Gianforte building. The nonprofit this episode that we're featuring is called Round Two Resources, which is an amazing nonprofit that is perfect for all of the purging and cleaning that will be done after the holidays. They're committed to protecting the environment and they actually pick up furniture and other usable resources from residents and prevent them from going to a landfill, recycling unusable items. They also act as a resource to other organizations and link them to help each other via a community wish list. Once a match is made, that item, say it's a couch or something along those lines, is redistributed back into the community. To learn more, go to r2r.care. That's r, the number two, r dot C-A-R-E. And that concludes this episode of Tea on the Hudson. Major thanks to Dan Gray, Dr. Yoon, and all of our contributors, our guests who have come to the studio to record with us and share their amazing knowledge and stories. It's been so fun to have everyone on, and we really, really appreciate you listening. Major thanks to our production team, Van VanVorse Films, and Mike Sol for our music. In the new year, we'll be back in mid-January, spilling the tea every Tuesday, Tuesday morning. So make sure you subscribe, share, and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, if you subscribe, rate, or share by January 15th and send us a screenshot at tonthehudson at gmail.com, you'll be entered to win a $100 gift card to the Hudson County business of your choice. You can also get in touch with us by following at tonthehudson on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and emailing tonthehudson at gmail.com. We'll see you in 2020. Have a wonderful holiday season.